1: Listen in today as Pastor Draper continues the message entitled Divorce Pandemic. Pastor Draper will be speaking from the Old Testament book of Malachi, chapter 2, verses 13 through 17. If the unbelieving husband or wife leaves the marriage permanently but is not willing to file for divorce, perhaps because of a chosen lifestyle, irresponsibility, or to avoid monetary obligations such as, such as child support, then the believer is in an impossible situation, and in such cases, divorce is acceptable without offending God. In other words, you got a case, for example, uh, your, your husband or your wife, you, you, you saved and got saved, and, uh, God save and they, they lost, but they, they left you, and they left for good. They gone. But, but they don't want They don't want a divorce. You know, but they have to do whatever they want and uh, and living like the devil and all kinds of stuff. They, but they won't divorce you because they, they really they, they don't want to end up with the child support and they don't want all this other stuff. You know, they, it's a selfish agenda behind that. You are free to let them go. You're free to get let a good God has called you to peace because they'll play a game to keep you all tied up in knots and they, and they don't want to pay up obligations financially. Because should they divorce, they know they got to deal with some things. Y'all getting quiet in here. Amen. Listen, those who divorce on any other grounds have sinned against God and their partner. And for them to marry another is to commit adultery. Those who divorce on any other grounds have sinned against God and their partner, and for them to marry another is to commit adultery. Listen, if you will. Listen, listen. God's original intent was that one man and one woman be devoted to each other in marriage unto death. Uh All other reasons, even though legal in the court of law, are unbiblical and grieve the heart of God. Beloved, since God hates divorce... Believers should have the same attitude about divorce as does God. And divorce should not be sought until you have exhausted all other options. And even, listen to this now, even when you have biblical grounds for divorce, it does not negate the fact that God still hates it. You know, even though he permits it, he, he hates it. Because there are ramifications to what we do that will come against us, that we're going to suffer through because of the decision, even when it is permitted. God still hates it because of the negative impact that it has. Now, let's sh- now share some insights on remarriage. Say remarriage. remarriage. You say, wow, you- did you lock me out totally? Let's see here what's going on. <laughs> let's share some insights on remarriage. Number one, Remarriage is permitted if your spouse dies. Death breaks the bond of marriage. Remarriage is permitted if your spouse, what? Dies. Death breaks the bond of marriage. Romans chapter 7, verses 2 and 3. Look at Romans chapter 7, verses 2 and 3. Find it as quickly as you can. And I've been reading this from the New Living Translation, so it's going to kind of read a little bit differently from yours, but I just like the way this particular translation reads. In Romans chapter 7, verses 2 and 3, Paul is speaking here. He says, let me illustrate, when a woman marries, the law law binds her to her husband as long as he is alive. But if he dies, the laws of marriage no longer apply to her. So while her husband is alive, she would be committing adultery if she married another man. But if her husband dies, she is free from the law and does not commit adultery when she remarries. Y'all see that? Y'all say, Ooh, I ain't never seen that. It's in the Bible. Don't tear it out either. Hold it, hold it in. It's there. All right. Let me give you another scripture on that. 1 Corinthians chapter 7, verse 39. 1 Corinthians chapter 7, verse 39. Look what it says. A wife is bound by law as long as her husband lives. But if her husband dies, she is at liberty to be married to whom she wishes only in the Lord. Only in the Lord. So uh, the the wife is living, the husband is living, you are bound by law in marriage, death breaks the bonds of holy matrimony. Look, uh, number two, Number two, remarriage is permitted for the faithful partner only when the divorce was on biblical grounds. When such is the case, the believing sp- spouse is free to remarry, but only in the Lord. That's key too. You don't, you don't have to turn around and marry somebody that don't know Christ. Why compound the issue, the problem? 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verses 14 and 15 speaks to that. Also, 2 Corinthians uh, chapter 6, verses 14 and 15. You know, if, if your husband dies, you're free to remarry, but it must be a Christian only in the Lord. 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verses 14 and 15. Look what it says. Do not be unequally yoked together with unbelievers. For what fellowship has righteousness with lawlessness? And what communion has light with darkness? And what accord has Christ with Belial? Or what part has a believer with an unbeliever? In other words, listen, you're fighting a losing battle when you try to reconcile a relationship to a person that don't know Christ. One is saved, one is not saved. Listen, it's day and night. That's light and darkness. That's righteousness and unrighteousness entwined relationally. And all kind of problems is a byproduct of that. Byproduct of that. Now, but the other side of it, if you're married to a person and uh, they are unbeliever, and they desire to say, and they don't care about you going to church, and they can give you money to the church, and, she, and he say, he or she say, well, look, you do your thing for the Lord, and I do my thing. You don't bother me. I don't bother you. We're going to just be happy here. I still love you, and just don't, just don't try to save me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just don't try to save me. Amen. Just leave me alone. I'm content, and, and, he, and he doesn't bother her. He ain't hitting her, screaming, acting a fool. You know what I'm saying? If if he's willing to stay, let him stay. But who knows? He may be won by the godly wife or the godly husband. Are y'all hanging with me? Beloved, since God hates divorce, believers should have the same attitude about divorce as God does. That was number two, right? Number three, in cases where the divorce was obtained between two believers on non-biblical grounds, the person who remarries commits adultery, okay? In cases where the divorce was obtained by two believers, between two believers on non-biblical grounds, the person who remarries commits adultery. That's found in Matthew nineteen nine. Look at Matthew nineteen 9. Y'all hanging with me? I want you to search these scriptures. Matthew chapter 19, verse 9. And I say to you, Whoever divorces his wife except for sexual immorality and marries another, except for sexual immorality and marries another, commits adultery. And whoever marries her who is divorced commits adultery. You see? Number four, the Bible gives a word of caution to anyone who is considering marriage to a divorcee. The Bible gives a word of caution to anyone who is considering marrying a divorcee. If the divorce was not on biblical grounds, the person who marries the divorcee is considered an adulterer. Okay? I know y'all got choked on that one. You say, Pastor, please show me that scripture. I'm going to show you more than one. The Bible gives a word of caution to anyone who is considering marriage to a divorcee. If the divorce was not on biblical grounds, the person who marries the divorcee is considered an adulterer. Mark chapter 10, verses 10 through 12. Mark chapter 10, verses 10 through 12. Mark chapter 10, verses 10 through 12. When you finally say amen, very shallow, so keep turning. Mark chapter, t- chapter 10, verses 10 through 12. When you finally say amen, amen. Good, it's better. In the house of his disciples also asked him again about the same matter. Verse 11. So he said to them, Whoever divorces his wife and marries another commits adultery against her. And if a woman divorces her husband and marries another, commits adultery, commits adultery. Look at Luke 16:18. Luke 16:18, next book over. Luke 16:18. Luke chapter 16 verse 18. Whoever divorces his wife and marries another commits adultery, and whoever marries her who is divorced from her husband commits adultery when it is not on biblical grounds. All right? Number five. Number five. If your divorce was on non-biblical grounds and you are currently single, the Scripture is clear Remain unmarried or else be reconciled to your husband or wife. Look at 1 Corinthians chapter 7, 10 through 11. If your divorce was on what? Non-biblical grounds and you're currently single. The scripture is clear. Remain unmarried or else be reconciled to your husband, back to your husband or wife. 1 Corinthians chapter 7, verses 10 through 11. Look what it says there. Now to the married, I command, yet not I, but the Lord, a wife is not to depart from her husband. But if she does depart, let her remain unmarried or be reconciled back to her husband. And a husband is not to divorce his wife. Do y'all see that there? How many of y'all see it? If you see it, say amen. Some of y'all even can't say amen. It's that. If you see say, it, say it a bit louder. Amen. All right. Now, listen. Remarriage is only permitted for those who divorced on biblical grounds. If you are a divorcee whose divorce was on non biblical grounds and you're wondering, is it possible to ever remarry, then here's a word of wisdom for you you are permitted to remarry when. A, your former spouse dies, in which case reconciliation would no longer be possible. In other words, uh, let me just set a scene. If, if uh, you, you, uh, you, you, you were Christians, and uh, you got a divorce, and it was on non-biblical grounds, and uh, you're honoring Scripture, so you're remaining holy and single unto the Lord because you know what the Scripture says, you're not to remarry or else you remain single or else be reconciled back to your wife, then when if your ex-spouse, if your spouse dies, then you are free to remarry even though you divorced on biblical grounds simply because it is impossible to be reconciled to somebody who's dead. Amen? All right, is that helping you? Okay, so I want you to know that. Now, listen, uh, uh, here's another case too. The former spouse You're permitted to remarry when the former spouse proves to be an unbeliever and is unrepentant as reflected by his or her lifestyle. Because of the hardness of heart, in such cases, divorce is permitted, okay? In other words, they're saying they're Christian, but everything about them is is indicating that they are not a Christian (laughs) because of what they're doing. So the, back to 19, chapter Matthew 19, 7 and 8, just jot it down. We've read it several times already, but just jot it down. It says, because of the hardness of the heart, because I'm a Christian, I'm a Christian. You can't divorce me. You're not supposed to be. I'm a Christian. But man, they're <laughs> they doing everything under the sun and could care less. Then even though they're saying they're a Christian, don't mean they're a Christian because their actions don't back up what they say. Yes, are y'all hanging with me? Okay. Now. Here's the question, because I know some of y'all, y'all y'all squirming in the seats, and let me help you a little bit more. Let me see if I can settle you down. You may ask the question What if I divorced on non biblical grounds before I was saved? I didn't know no better. I was lost. I was just as lost. I, I had pastor. I didn't know. I was lost. But I divorced on non biblical grounds. I didn't know all this stuff about Jesus. What do I do? Well, If you divorce on non-biblical grounds before you were saved, at conversion, God gives you a new slate to begin your new life in Christ. All past sins have been washed away by the shed blood of Jesus Christ. The believer is responsible for living up to what God has revealed about marriage and divorce from the point of his or her salvation. From the point, so if you divorced on non-biblical grounds before you were saved, and uh, and you didn't know better, uh, you, uh, uh, there's sufficiency in the blood of Jesus Christ. The Bible says in Second Corinthians five seventeen. Therefore, if any one is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things are what yes. passed away. Behold, all things are become new. So from this point on, you live in accord with Scripture. God has done all that away with, and you are forgiven because when you confess and turn to God, then uh, he gives you a new slate, and he doesn't hold that against you, even though you divorced on non-biblical grounds prior to salvation. Okay? Did you get that? Okay. Now let's transition. uh, Let's look at it from another angle. You see, you got a whole lot of angles. (laughs) Thank God for angles. I'm trying to help you. Um. You may ask the question, what if I divorced on non-biblical grounds after salvation? That's a big question, isn't it? What if I divorced? I'm married now. That's, I didn't know all this. Maybe I didn't want to know all this. I don't know. But, uh, but what if I divorced on non-biblical grounds uh, as a Christian after salvation? Let me help you with that. Here's what you do. Repent of divorcing on non-biblical grounds. Genuinely confess the sin of divorcing on non-biblical grounds. Then remain faithful in the marriage you are in. You cannot undo your past. The grace of God is operative at the point of repentance. Therefore, you are free to enjoy your relationship in Christ with your mate. Okay? Okay? Okay, so at the point, you, when you find out better, you know what the truth says, Lord, I see what the word is saying, and I see what I have done, and you just say, Lord, I repent of this, because after all, every day we ought to get up confessing our sins. Yeah, yeah. Job did it, all of us, all have sinned and come short of God, so we all ought to be confessed, so confess it, make sure you're right with God, you don't want any hindrances. Uh, you want to be clean before God so God can bless your marriage and take it to new heights unknown to do more than you can ever ask or think. Listen, God, if it takes my repenting to get right with you and for my marriage to, re- to flourish, listen, just to be safe. Honey, let's go down and pray and just pray and repent and, and, and make a new start again. Make a new start again. Repent. You cannot undo your past. The grace of God is operative at the point of repentance. Therefore, you are free to enjoy your relationship in Christ with your mate. Now, I'm going to transition. Allow me to share some words of wisdom regarding separation. Because some of you are Christians, and you're not divorced, but you're separated. And I'm talking to radio. I'm talking to a lot of folk 150 miles out or so. I was up in comfort, but I heard your message. You know, this goes a lot of different places. I don't know who's listening to this message. But, But allow me to share some words of wisdom regarding separation for those who are believers. Let me share this with you. A, even when there are biblical grounds for divorce, I never tell anyone to get a divorce. That decision will have to be made between you and the Lord. I have people come to my office and I see some things that are not right and I hear things and uh, it's against scripture that spouses done. But I say, you know what, based on what, what, I, what I said and I, what a person's name is, I, I don't ever tell a person, well, you know what, you should get a divorce. I have never in all my pastorate, told somebody to go and get a divorce. And you, li- you look at the scripture, you can, you can see the scripture, the Holy Spirit is in you, The word of, the Spirit of God will direct you, I am not your God, and I am not your judge. So I tell them, you look at the Scripture in light of your situation, let the Holy Spirit lead you, and then you govern yourself accordingly. But the flip side of that, I've had persons come to my office, and after hearing them in in premarital counsel, I have sensed without a doubt that they should not be married. And I highly recommend that they do not get married. And you know what? I am batting a thousand. Everybody that I have highly recommend that should not get married and went on and got married. They came back in my office crying, said, why did I not listen to you? Only to end up in divorce again. Listen, you never win going against the authority of the Word of God. Never win. But when you surrender and you, and you rest on the Word of God and you anchor in the Word of God, you get blessed. And I tell people, now listen, I tell them, I say, now listen, this is the Bible. I'm God's preacher, and don't, don't come in here for me to endorse your sin. Don't, don't come in here with your mind already made up what you want to do. You don't need my counsel. Just go do what you want to do. And When people got their mind made up, and going to strut out like a peacock and do what they want to do. Listen, I, God did not tell me to make anybody do anything. You are as grown as you're going to be. God has called me to preach and herald and expound and exegete the word of God Get your blood off my hands so I won't get your whipping and let God be God. (laughs) Amen. B, in some cases, for believers separated, in some cases, separation can be an alternative prior to divorce as a last resort toward reconciliation. Sometimes, man, that man is just AWOL and she doesn't want a divorce, or he don't want a divorce. And, and sometimes there needs to be separation in hopes of the sinning partner or the crazy partner, whoever they're doing, that they would come to their senses since they are no longer in the house. And, you know, I said this is the first service. The Spirit me to say it again. I have it written. Some of y'all are separated in your house and not out of the house. You get mad at your spouse, and you put him out on the couch. Or you put them in the... Y'all get mad at one another, doesn't go sleep in the other bedroom. You know, a long time ago, you didn't have that choice. The house was so small. Hey, Amen. So full of children. You got mad at somebody, you're going to have to lay all over children. Hey, you didn't have that luxury. Now you got these big 5,000, 6,000 square foot homes. You can choose your bedroom you want to camp out in. So some of y'all, you, you separated in the house. Now listen, what sense does that make? Time you have a spat or something... Now, in here, have not had a disagreement since you've been married. Don't, I know you better put your hand down until you come up to the altar. <laughs> 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 you, you, you're going to have a disagreement you're both male and female. The mere fact that we are, you're male and female, man, that's a world of difference right there. You come from two different backgrounds, two different families. You know? Yeah. Uh, and, and and or or maybe you're just spiritually immature. When you're spiritually immature, you have more disagreements. And hopefully, mature you get, the disagreements begin to wane. But even in maturity, there are still disagreements because nobody's gonna see a hundred percent on everything all the time. That's that's heaven. <laughs> so 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 um so Stop having spat. One of y'all running to the couch or running to the other bedroom. That's not going to solve nothing. You're being spiritually immature. Stay in that same room. Amen. When y'all, before you got married, y'all were all under each other. Couldn't turn the car wheel. <laughs> now you're putting folk out on the couch. <laughs> putting folk out on the couch. See. See. But Christians, we're talking about Christians who are separated. It would be wise to abstain from sexual intimacy with your spouse or anyone else during periods of separation. A marriage is not built solely on sex. Don't expect to have peace, P-E-A-C-E, by giving up a peace, P-I-E-C-E. P-I-E-C-E. Or if I just let him come in and have a little bit, maybe it'll work out. No, starving. him. <laughs> Listen, if, if he ain't acting right or she ain't acting right, man, it's even worse for a man. Because, man, when a man, she, he put her out and she come back, honey. Boy, you know how men are. Men are always ready. And that takes a great sense of discipline. Uh, but most of the time when a woman is putting a man out and he's a Christian, then if you, he knocking on the door, he said, well, you come on in and you they do your business and let him back out. Why should he change? He's getting everything he wants, and still living out there like he wants. Look how quiet he's getting. Yes, sir, makes sense. Yeah, man. I mean, uh, Sex doesn't define your marriage. All right. Love, commitment, and eternal life with our Lord and Savior. If you enjoy this kind of biblical teaching or would like to hear this message in its entirety, please visit us at Maranatha Bible Church located at 7855 East Loop 1604 North in Converse, Texas or call us at 210-821-5683.